creative comedy. Yeah. What's it called? Creating comedy. We are uh, we're creating comedy and uh, yeah, just checking out the levels. Fucking love a good level, (laughs) like a tradie. Yes. Mukagi. Tradies give free quotes. Don't. (laughs) It's one of my jokes, uh, which he hates. And uh, jokes a weird word. Joker usually has a setup and punchline. Yeah. Non hacky. Weird though. It's true. That is true. I don't know how hacky it is. Pretty hacky. I want to see what this does. Do you know how DJs how you see them like do that? Yeah. I don't know if it did anything though. Maybe you need, I don't know, ecstasy or, or something. <laughs> oh shit. To really do it. That'd be pretty cool. We just had the, uh, so we rushed to get here and um, got an Uber. It's the first Uber I've gotten where the old guy, first of all, <laughs> how much do you hate it when you call an Uber and the name of the guy that's picking you up isn't mm. Muhammad. <laughs> you know, is if it's like of talking like this guy's like name's David or some shit mm. and instantly we're like, oh we're doomed. Are we on a bad radio show right now? Or? I don't know. Is... But fuck this guy was like he was he drove us there and he, he held the phone in his hand. Yeah, he was fucking awful. It was that, the worst. That's, that's like top five worst for me of all time. It's like when you need to get somewhere fast. The, yeah. They send the worst person. <laughs> they don't send I mean? anybody. First of all, I hate when people say, call an Uber. I'm going to start with that. <laughs> because it's 2019 and you're fucking acting like you're not 33. You're acting like you're 43. Yeah. Stop it. Uh, okay, will, cool. Yeah. yeah, you don't call an Uber. You press a button and an Uber comes. And then also, uh, it's not a radio show. So let's try and talk about some comedy, you fuck. That's true, yeah. <laughs> so that what are true. we doing? What the fuck is this? And why are we at Brisbane Podcast Hub? And why is it so small? And why doesn't the camera fit so that we can both be on the other side of the table? Why? The the table. That's very odd. That's very odd. But we're not going to diss people because they're sitting outside. And that's I'm weird. Not mad at it. it is uh, ten thirty at nine. That's irrelevant. That's that's not how business works, mate. You go to McDonald's at two a.m. You're like, oh, sorry, oh, no, don't worry about putting the cheese on the double cheeseburger. It's two a.m. It's two a.m. Don't worry about it. No, it's true. Make the cheeseburger. I suppose uh, creating comedy is about is about us. Uh, trying to find humor, trying to find the funny in anything. So, like, regardless, you and I always have really good conversations. I should introduce the show. This is creating comedy, and this is Bo Marks, my friend, and uh, his dad, I'm his father. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's the other way around. And uh, we are comics. Mm. And uh, yeah, we're both exactly. awful open mic comedians. Yeah, we're, we're the worst of the worst. Yes, when, uh, we're the least funny, and we think that worst of the worst. Uh, and Bo Marks. And Bo Marks. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Yeah, right. No, we both suck. And um, I wanted to call this WWDPD. What would Damien Power do? He didn't like that, and Damien probably wouldn't be a fan. Damien Power being one of the uh, kind of best comics in best in Brisbane, easily. Brisbane at least, yeah. yeah. Australia definitely. Yeah. Top but, uh, top ten thousand for sure. In the world. Oh. Yeah, I'd say so. Queensland. <laughs> I'm just going to send him all these clips of like little disses. <laughs> but yeah, good. you can't say anything about Nick anymore. No more Nick car jokes. Sorry, Nick. Um, yeah, no, none of that. I wish Nick was driving the car that we got here. He's got his <sighs> license back. Oh, well, congrats, Nick. Oh, yeah, I know that. Speaking of licenses, I, uh, I, I lost my license uh, yesterday morning for drink driving. Uh, no, you had a court court case. I had that, a like, court confirmed day. it. Yeah, right. And um, and bad I radio it, show. Well, it's not bad. But this is a bad radio show. Could be. 
<laughs> the worst radio show on earth. That's what it's called. You brought Nick Carter. This this weekend, yeah, well, that was like a funny diss. That's just like a throwaway. <laughs> That's sure, something yeah. funny for him. I didn't know you were throwing it away. I thought you were throwing it to me, and then I'm like, yeah. oh, I can make comedy out of this. So why do you talk so much shit about Siraj? Let's get down to it. <laughs> this is called the Burning Bridges in the Brisbane Comedy Scene Podcast. I'm your host, Bo. This is Tom Clark. I, everybody likes me. I don't know. At least to my face. Yeah, totally. That's And even to my face, they're sketchy about you, but it's a different conversation. I tell you, though, that judge, she liked me. I sat in that courtroom for five hours, and it's like... It's kind of like an open mic because, like, you know you have to get up to speak mm. at some point and you know what you're going to say. And it's and so funny because you got as many laughs doing that as you do at open mics. So it really was like an open mic for you. That's amazing. What are the chances of them both being exactly the same amount of laughter? <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's kind of mean. I don't know. Is it though? Yeah, is it though? <laughs> Just wake up, everybody. That's Crystal it isn't. I don't know. But um, it is funny in a way in the kind of like the, the judge is kind of like the audience, you know, you yeah. want to you want to impress the judge, mm. the, the they're, bailiff they're judging you. Yeah. Mm. The bailiff is kind of like the MC. Like if you if you do anything wrong, the, the MC is going to fucking shut you down. If you say cunt, yeah, the bailiff's going to get involved. The police prosecutor is kind of like the sound guy. Or something like that. You know, okay. like, this is a bad... Horrible. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. For no value. But, uh, yeah. So Here's the thing was. about airplanes and their food. <laughs> They're not great. Airplane food could be better. That is a good bit. <laughs> no. Awful. But, yeah, I'm just glad that we're not talking about Nick anymore. That was before the podcast. That's good. That was, yeah. <laughs> this is like inside baseball, and now it's like the outside of the baseball. This is what I've got to deal with people. It's true, yeah. I, um, yeah, so, but yeah, I lost my license, ladies and gentlemen, for three months. So what does that have to do with us starting a podcast? Why the fuck are we doing this? Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good question. Well, all right. So we both, we both do comedy and we both, uh, talk about comedy a lot and it's like, try to find the funny in, in it, anything. I, I don't think that's what it's about. I think this is about us creating comedy. Yeah. Period. From the spot and then like... You you have a, you have a love affair with <laughs> podcasts, as do I. Yeah, yeah. But you're trying to replicate podcasts. I'm trying to create a, a television show that's built for creating comedy. Yeah. And we both suck right now. And in time, we'll get a lot better. That's fucking... That camera is being so sus right now. I don't know why. What do you mean suspicious? Do you hear, do you hear it like fucking chirping? I thought... No, no. That's my... Uh, oh, is it? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Why would a camera chirp? I don't know. It's weird though. But I already told you it was fucking up, and then I only tested it for like three or four minutes. So we're in fucking unknown territory at this point. It's true. This is probably going to just be audio, people, just for the first one. So yeah, here we are. Just audio. But like realistically, uh, I'm sorry I brought up court. No. You know. I know what you're thinking at this point, viewer. You're thinking, why doesn't Bo do this by himself? I know. <laughs> I've tried a lot of times. I love podcasts. I've done a bunch of podcasts. I think podcasts are great. Why am I with Tom? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's like Make-A-Wish. I... He doesn't have a dad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you say I don't have a dad? Oh, it's, so, so it's true, I don't. Yeah. I have an apartment, though. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Chuching. Besides your dad dying, what other lucky moments have you had in your life? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've gotten lucky like three times. What was the second or third? 
He he made 500k from his dad's passing when he was 18. Amazing, mm. incredible story. Yeah, well, my dad died as a helicopter pilot, and he died when uh, crashed his helicopter. When uh, well, yeah, when I was 13, I inherited 530 grand or something like that, and I rinsed about 200 and. 60 of it no but he was forced to buy a house he got told yeah, by his parents well, to buy a house so it's well not his parents his mother yes stepfather oh still lucky it is kind of lucky. oh impossibly lucky man people don't understand how money works at all that, that was so clever of where the fuck oh, i thought you. you were talking about my dad being dead oh no 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 like the reality is if everyone in that position as soon as you win the lottery you should be investing it immediately figuring out how to make it an asset and bring you don't spend that money spend the money that you make from the asset you mean you don't tell everybody that you've won the lottery? Definitely don't do that. But Or you can tell them, but just say, like, I just bought fucking four investment properties and they're all, I only make money off the rent. Yeah. And then you just live off that rent. You build that into a business. That's the thing, yeah. That's 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 business. That's when, what you do. Yeah. Straight when, away. Win the lottery, tell everybody that you're already in debt because you won the Period. lottery. You're yeah. like, I won the lottery. You just complain. I bought a fucking apartment building. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can I borrow a cigarette? Totally. You're like, can you get these, man? <laughs> Fuck, it's really tough right there. It's, it's really hard, yeah. My money, like, my problems. My money, my like, problems. Oh, can <laughs> I have an apartment? You're like, well, well. I mean... Yeah, we're pretty booked out for the next twelve years. I know? won the lottery. All well, I got is this shirt that says "My Money, My Problems." That's yeah, the only yeah. thing I bought besides investment. It's good. I don't mind it. Mm. You know what it is? They say uh, I saw in this um, thing the other day it was um, is about smart because they talk about like the smart, you know, world. What was it called? The smart, like app. Appliances and shit like that. Yeah, the internet of everything. Yeah, the internet of everything. That's mm. exactly what I was trying to say. Mm. And they like there was this RMIT professor that um, said, "Don't buy your children." Like this is how bad it's gotten. Don't buy your children toys that can speak, like that have a microphone and a speaker. So like, yeah, because hackers can, pro- like, get into this toy, this be- like teddy bear, and be yeah. like, "What time does dad get home?" Does Daddy own any guns? You know, like, is you know, like, is... I haven't seen it yet. But Black Mirror episode three that just came out on Netflix, it's about Miley Cyrus being a pop star, and then she releases a little Furby character based on Miley Cyrus. Right. So it's literally a, probably about exactly what the fuck you're talking about. Just always crawling into bed with you, and you. Like, I don't think no, it's, I don't think it's that crazy. I just think it's like that. That is a serious problem. I saw this meme the other day, and it was like, um, back in the olden days, um, you used to think that everyone was listening to you. And then now you, uh, so this is the meme. It said, um, be careful on Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg can hear you. And then Siri laughed. And then my <laughs> Alexa laughed. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that's where we're at. Like a hundred percent. And pe- we know this, you know, people in the olden days are like, oh, I don't want to be fucking. So Black Mirror episode two is literally about this. Yeah. They've got cops. They've got this person who's, you know, tr- upset. I'm only halfway through this episode. They're very upset that um, something happened to their daughter or their wife. And they are police on the on the mission trying to figure out about this guy. They're doing like investigating. And then the other company is a data company and they know everything immediately. Wow. This is what he did. This is what he's doing. This is why he's doing it. Everything. And we're, It's like we're in the future now. Period. Of course. 100%. People don't understand that all of the stuff that's bad is being built, period. Built. 100%. What do you like mean all, built? all the stuff that we're worried about, it's already there. It's already it's been built. consumer hidden. Right. Yeah. People don't understand. 
what Facebook is. People don't understand what smartphones are. People don't understand, like... I don't. I mean, you're saying, like, I'm one of those people. I mean, yeah. I get it, that yeah. it's, a, it's a metadata exactly. collection point. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the basis of it. But and in my mind, I go to, like, a bad joke that I'd write about that, or a good joke, I don't know, but, like... Horrible. Uh, okay, so, well, this is the impetus of the show, is to try to search for comedy. Is it Where it's like... <laughs> I hope you don't do that again. But uh, it's testing the waters. Good, I like it. No, no. But uh, all right, so like, you'd imagine that because every smart device that you use, mm. like everybody masturbates, but every smart device that we use has a camera on the front and the back. No, you don't masturbate, right? Sure. <laughs> but yeah, you have, told have, me have a wrist strap. <laughs> like... <laughs> but like realistically, like. All of these things, they've got a smartphone on the back and the front. So, like, when you're... Or, or your tablets and shit. Mm. So, like, when you're jacking off, I imagine that everybody has this moment where there's, you know, blackmail is happening and it's like... Or somebody will come and just show you, like, this was what you're watching and this is your dick and this is your Dude. face while you're Black doing... Mirror. Black Mirror Season 2. Okay, so, right. So have you seen um South like South Park does it? Do you know that that meme like South uh, Simpsons did it? Sorry, Simpsons did it. Like even yeah. South Park made it. That's literally Black Mirror. Whenever we talk about futurism, exactly. I pitched you an entire screenplay, which I was like going to write. I was going to write this entire yeah. horror screenplay about Black Japanese, th- and he's just like you can yeah. tell the story. All right, so we're talking about um, <laughs> we're back. So like this screenplay, which I thought was going to be the the new best fucking, it was going to be the ring, the next ring. <laughs> Basically, it's about uh, a woman who from England or something gets inherits some house in Japan that uh, nobody wants because a whole bunch of horrible shit happened there. And there's a tradition in Japan. It's like, don't live in that house. And then she goes and lives there with her kids. And then all this horrible shit happens with this dude that's around like the caretaker and uh, eventually, blah, 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 throughout the film, lots of stuff happens, suicide, forest, etc., etc. But realistically, you find out later on that it's just a big Japanese game show that's really weird and she's won a thing. And I was like really chuffed with myself, you know, like I was hard. And then you were like, oh, yeah, Black Mirror. Season, something way better. Something, 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 yeah. something. Yeah, like season did, one did two a better three. thing. Oh, so intense, man. Their game show version is like the future's way of torturing people. That are fucking assholes. I could have written the entire screenplay though, and then given it to you, and you would have been like, said the same thing, and you're like, it's not as good as that. <laughs> no, but it's not. It's not about being as good. It's like the the premise of your thing is literally being done. Yeah. It's like you can't have fucked. you can't have a sh- you can't have a movie about yeah. the final scene. Citizen of it. Kane or something. I was going for Six Sense. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Could've just let been me, dead the whole time. Just let me. <laughs> That's all right. You talk over me, and let's bring up the oldest movie of all fucking time. Could you think fun. of an older movie? That's <laughs> <laughs> true. And we can't make another Golden Gone with the Wind, is what Tom's trying to say. Fucking Momo. God damn. That's true. Who's your favorite comedian? Um, Norm MacDonald. I thought you were going to say me. No. A local comedian, maybe. Oh, uh, fuck I've off. never seen you as No, Damien Power. That's so funny. Uh, Damien Power, sure. Ooh, is this shade about Damien Power? Please keep watching. <laughs> sure, that sure will come up at some point. But I mean, the, diff- like the, difference, the difference between you and me and Damien Power is that two of us are hacks. 
<laughs> I know. Right? We're, we're not keep telling them, good Demo, Tom, be better, you know? Mm. <laughs> but I mean... See what I just did there? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, Turn it all around. Thank you. But I mean, Elon Musk in... I'm the Elon Musk of comedy, I agree. That's what everyone says. Elon Musk is not a hack. I agree. He feels... He does different things to everybody else, right? Mm. I think I heard the hula hoop was the first mass-produced object or, or product mm. that had that served no real purpose. It was like mass-produced, was huge. Mm. Wow! And all it all you did was it yeah. fucking you know moved around your head. So it's it's a circle made out of plastic. It was a fad. It was the first <clears throat> whereas, fad. Okay, sure. Mm. So that's hack comedy as an example. Whereas Elon mm. Musk is fucking trying to do he's a genius he's making stuff that's going to change what elon's done better than anybody in the history of the world and the only argument that i know well is steve jobs and it's he's painting a picture of the future he creates a vision and then he implements the best in the world to execute yeah it's very simple yeah you know what i mean but all he's doing is painting painting the future he just says this is what the fucking future should be and then he's like build it yeah. <laughs> fucking and that can be that can be for creation or destruction you could have like the Nazis like did that as well they mm. said like we're gonna get the best people mm. to do the worst shit but they still did it really well for what they yeah. were doing you know that, what I mean like, that's something I wrote the other day I wanna like do you know how cancel culture is so big cancel cancel culture so like I don't know this is like kind of a YouTube-y I guess but like um when Logan Paul Paul went into the suicide forest, do you know that reference? No. I mean, I know what the suicide forest is because I didn't so write Log- that screenplay. So, <laughs> thank you. Welcome. But so there's this YouTuber called Logan Paul. He's the biggest YouTuber probably of 2018. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. YouTube. He went into the suicide forest at Christmas time. That's right. Yeah, you told me that. He found a body. He made a made And he, and he films it. it. And like people have done documentaries and stuff on it. So it's not a new thing. But because he's like, you know, teaching kids pretty much. Like he had a child audience. he had a platform. Yeah, right. And it was a child audience, so he, he just got fucking destroyed. Gotcha. But he really got fucked because his last name was Logan Paul, and Aaron Paul, the Breaking Bad kid, creating comedy, he fucking said, I despise this person. Yeah. And as soon as he did that, boom. I watched the video that morning, and I didn't even think about it. It meant nothing. It wasn't like a, a person getting stabbed in the bush. It wasn't like, holy shit, it was just like, oh, wow. Logan was in a place where there was a dead body. And that was it. And that was enough. But he got cancelled. So that's what the cancel culture is. So as soon as someone does something bad, right. fuck that guy, don't buy their stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. What's an example that you know? Oh, Kevin Spacey and Bill Cosby, that's the bad version. Bill Cosby. Sure. Kevin Spacey's okay. It wasn't great, but... Well, it's a, what's a 14-year-old do, boy doing at a Hollywood party? You fuck know? Like, Yeah. <laughs> well, he wants to be an actor. And he's fucking given a handjob to Kevin, a... He was given a handjob? Well, no. I, don't, I think he no, was I receiving think... a... a inappropriate touch from I didn't even know it was that I think he was lying on a bed and then Kevin went and lied on him and said you're not going anywhere like gay as shit yeah right but that was it it was just like being overly you know homosexual with a person who was young so that's obviously fucked that's Frank Underwood and the kid is also Underwood if you uh creating comedy <laughs> see this is the this is what he tells me not to do it's like well whenever a pun comes into your head I, no bang your head into like a parked you, car you close on it <laughs> Lindsay Webb is a genius he fucking throws it out there and like makes it like a little kung fu move it's true yeah oh, Frank Underwood hoi. yeah like he like fucking hot potatoes it it's true I used to open with this joke which like everybody tells me is great 
Uh, <laughs> you know, like it's... fucking everyone is the loosest word I've ever heard in the whole entire world. Seven billion people. He's performing no, in front really of seventeen bad. people. But it's yeah, it's like uh, mm. you know, somebody made me cross the other day. There's a lollipop lady. The fact that you said that with so much conviction makes me fucking. But that's crazy. how I used to say it, and you yeah. you would be like, you're so fucking terrible at this. I don't know how we even became friends because uh, you're welcome. How bad uh, I, I know. Why would I want to be friends with someone that has that joke? I don't know. I am a fucking saint. I'm practically. Well, I can't wait until you get back on Father stage Teresa. so you can fucking uh, show me all of your bits. But <laughs> I don't think I need to. Well, we'll try. I mean, this is going to be the proving ground. This is going to be the where it happens or it doesn't happen before so. the fact. What are we talking about? We're talking about something important. Yeah, we're talking cancel about... Culture. Cancel culture. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So, cancel culture. I was thinking about... Um, so, uh, the Elon Musk funny futurist, yeah. right? But to get to that into, into in a bit, we talk about how cancel culture, when someone does something bad, you have to cancel them, a.k.a. we can't watch the Cosby show, a.k.a. Um, what's that fucking show with the... Um, you can't enjoy Michael Jackson anymore because totally exactly but the the one I was talking about was the one with the confederate flag on it the car yeah what, oh Daisy fucking Dukes. yeah Daisy Dukes yeah whatever that show was that's cancelled now that's not on television anymore because it has a confederate flag on the car which is hilarious yeah for sure chill but the, the moon landing I demand that it fucking gets <laughs> taken off the bat because they're all Nazis that created that, that made it if that happened the way it did I don't think it did but if Russia, if yeah, America, that's true, yeah. If America beat Russia there at the last minute after they fucking went to Germany and fucking hey come over here and they hey, the fucking they, they walked over under the yeah. you know Werner von Braun fucking rocket exactly factory. Sorry, mate. And also Disney, bye bye. Yeah. Disney World, Disneyland, it's over. <laughs> bye bye. Space Mountain, you're done. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> you're fucking done. So we have to start again. And now we have to have a race for the first billionaire and the first human to actually walk on the moon. Start it over. True. Bring it back. Let's go. Just like Lance Armstrong. Whoosh, no more gold medals. Gold medals. You're it's done. Weird that Neil Armstrong has the same last name as your example. Is it though? Kind of. Yeah, I don't know why. Or is it the universe? Could be the universe. Could be Lance Armstrong. Gold medal gone. Neil Armstrong. Pff, beat it, nerd. Over. He did bye bye medal. Uh, same fucking shit. That that dude got to he say the coolest whatever. Name the uh, name name. He um, lost a testicle. Continue. We we know Neil. We know the second guy. Second guy who landed on the moon is Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. What's the third guy? Edgar Mitchell. Fuck! I knew you knew that. You nerd. I hate that you know that. Yeah. No. Well. No one should know that name. By the way, if you know that name. Have you got your priorities straight? Yes or no? Probably not. That's Technically, like because Buzz Aldrin got off second. Edgar Fuck Mitchell. Too. Okay, Ed, Edgar Mitchell stayed in this craft that orbited the moon. He was technically the loneliest man in the universe because he was the furthest away from other human beings on the on the dark side of the moon, orbiting the moon. It's very boring, but at the same mm. time, being that guy and being like, "Yeah, it's a pretty good chance we're not going to get back," mm. you know. Yeah, I hate that story. Yeah, no, I'm not mad at it. But also, like, think about this. But what about what about Matt Damon and the Martian? What about it? He was the furthest man away from any human. Okay. <laughs> You're a fuckhead. Or a genius, I don't know. No one knows. That's the problem. That's the problem with me, though. That's why we're here. We're trying to figure it out. Obviously, that's, that's I'm not a genius, you know. I got a good uh, screenplay. Oh, I, no, I think you are a genius, but just at, like, nerd shit. Sure, but, okay, so just back to what you were just saying, like, about the... Cancer culture, fuck the moon landing, it's over. Well, fuck the moon landing, but, like, the, the Cold War was the reason we went to the moon, right? So it's like human beings do amazing things 
when ideologies are like, oh, you do this and shit like that. But think about this. Tetris, the game that we all know and love, or did. We all one know, point, yeah, sure. We all know. Yeah. The creator of Tetris made no money at all because he was from the USSR. Mm. And the USSR was like, oh, thank, oh, thank mm. you for <laughs> fucking mm. creating this amazing game. And... Uh, you just keep going back to plowing the fields if you're not going to make any, you know, Tetris yeah. 2 or some shit like that. I mean, that doesn't particularly inspire generations of people to be innovative, does We're it? We're talking my language. You're a capitalist. <laughs> right? To say the least, yeah. You are. Super, yeah. I just, I only believe in innovation. I believe that all the problems that are being created are only going to be solved by small groups of smart individuals that are focused on one mission. Yeah. Period. Socialism, communism, they don't allow people to focus with the risk to reward ratio being so outrageous, aka create a stock that makes a billion dollars. The only way you can do that is in current society. Yeah. And it's through conflict and competition. Competition period, yeah. Competition period. But yeah. your conflict also, I mean, like, that is the same, same thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Because, I mean, you don't create a nuclear bomb. I, I agree, there's no such thing, yeah. Without the need to, to obliterate. What's that word I love so much? The new mutually assured destruction. Love that. It's not a. It's an acronym. Whatever for, the fuck. Sure. Yeah, lose my number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like taking on like Brendan Shaw, Brendan Shawness. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I've said like two or three things that are Brendan Shaw, like 100 percent that I've never said before, and all of a sudden I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm already Brian Count. <sighs> Brian's really funny. Do you know Bobby Lee does that? Whenever he does something, says something, he always like looks at the camera. That's like what I'm inspired by. I don't watch I video so podcasts. Who the I fuck only watch videos. That? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Welcome to Earth in 2019. <laughs> Welcome to Earth face. in 2019. Yeah. Put your hands up right now if you only listen to podcasts. Didn't see anybody. Um, can you check the timing? Uh, we're gonna have a quick sponsor break. Um, we're sponsored by Not Nick Car. I just, I wonder like about, like I went to court the other day, right? And it's kind of like an open mic night. We <laughs> talked about that before. Go on. Nah. I mean, it's just like, I, like, they're so, like, the, the judge is so nice to you. Mm. So nice to everyone. Mm. You know, like this, there was an Uber driver there that made a wrong turn and crossed a, a single white line. And I was like, we waited five hours for him to hear his thing because he didn't have representation. And he got like 50 bucks knocked off his thing, right? I was in court in, in the Supreme Court last year. Uh, I was in the Supreme Court last year, like, res- helping research for this book of, like, possibly the worst serial killer in Australia's history. Jesus. His name's Vince O'Dempsey. He's possibly killed 33 people. He got convicted of three last year. Uh, the uh, McCulkin girls and their, their mother. In relation to the Whiskey A Go Go fire, which was at the time before Port Arthur, the biggest mass murder in Australian history in uh, 1973 I lo- he looked me in the eyes this 70 year old 78 year old man okay. s- several times because I was in court a lot mm. covering it mm. and he looked me in the eyes and I'd never felt that fear when somebody looked me in the eyes before like mm. he didn't gr- glare at me he just looked at me and he mm. had black eyes and it was really weird yeah. and he's like this shark person eyes. with yeah shark eyes exactly yeah and it was fucking terrifying you've met scary people but before when they go away kind of that's what I used to do when I got drunk like just fucking go Boom. god knows what you did that's why you're not don't check the freezer anymore <laughs> no 
But what my point is, in the courtroom, the judge would be like just as nice to Vince O'Dempsey, mm. who's possibly the worst Australian of all time. He'd be like, you know, look, we're going to have a break now. Do you, want, do you want some water or something and blah, blah, blah. And then this fucking Uber driver that crossed one single line mm. to do a U-turn in the city. Mm. They, they speak to them the exact same way. Yeah. But you Just have to think about her mindset. Her own karma comes into play. Her own sanity comes into play. <clears throat> Imagine being a judge. Yeah. You can't... You, I swear to God, I would be a judge for one week and it would break me. It's yeah. a really fucking messy thing that they do. Yeah, and to choose right. to do it, yeah. that to me is an irrational human. It's an, a very smart, irrational human. Because gotcha. you've, got, you've got the entire universe as a canvas. And you're like, I want to find bad cunts. I want to sit with them in a room. And then I want to tell them how long that they have to sit in the corner for. What? Yeah. You're cr- oh, wait. It comes with 150 to 250k a year. To, I mean, maybe even four for the, the rich fucks. Yeah, but you sit, yeah. But, like, the actual job is gross. That's the fucking most, like, dirty... Like, I would cry in the shower every day if I had that job. Seriously. It would fucking wreck me. But at the same time, I love true crime. And I love all of the shit that comes with it. I could have masturbated without it. What? Yeah. Somebody's got to cry. But, like, (laughs) when it's real and it's in front of you, you're like, wow, that's kind of fucked up and I'm not really happy about it. If that fucker looked at me, I'd be very fucking... I'd feel with rage. I'd yeah. just be like, fuck this dude. Especially if it's true. I don't even know the story, but... No, 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 it is true. He's convicted. He's 78. He's going to die in jail. But but it's like, I, I can easily that. make jokes out of going to a golf course and being like, oh, who gets the handicap spot at the golf course? <laughs> and, you know, audiences just lose their mind about that. Do they lose their mind, though? They have... I think it's okay. That's That's good. I don't mind that too much. Damien Power told me to, I really need to lose it because it's a terrible joke. But like, so, uh, and what does I, he know? He's only done the WWDPD baby. That's that's our like that's our go to. That's the North Compass of this podcast. Yeah. Would Damien do it? Yes or no? No. Okay. Got it. But I can't it. make a joke out of the really dark shit, which I really should. And and this is like you know like searching for that. Well, this is the problem. I rely so heavily on that. So I don't like comedy because I only get that feeling. I only get to be the... The only feeling that I get from comedy is being the guy that looks at you in the eyes. That's my experience as a comedian. The serial killer. Yeah, so I'm like, it's fine, but it's also like, oh, fuck. What do you get out of it, though? Nothing. That's the problem. And I've never, ever got anything... Even when I've done really, really well, I'm like, that was weird. That was a weird thing. Like, it's just it's just weird. I know it's, what you mean, yeah. I mean, like... In a way, I, I did. I don't have the Jessonic thing where I'm like, oh, yeah, I fucking made them go, ooh. Like, I don't have that. I felt really depressed after those two shows that I did at the Pato with Nick Carr and mm. Sam Bowden and, and Michelle Azevedo, who's probably sitting in this room, just mm. because it, it went so well and, like, I had such a high. So it's probably the opposite of what you're explaining. So it's kind of like that, that high that you have when you're having sex and then afterwards you're kind of, like, depressed and you're like, yeah. you know... I paid you $400, you got to leave now, you know what I mean? If you don't, I'm telling mum. <laughs> yeah, she lives with me, and yeah. Uh, that's so fucked. Anyway, he stuck around for a while, and <laughs> I didn't have any cigarettes, so he left. Yeah. That's it's, I mean, it's tricky, you know. Just tricky. just to clarify, his brother needed the money. Don't judge him. Stepbrother. Okay, no, well, so you know. Edward. <laughs> and he knows his way around his stepbrother's... Uh, I don't know, but... <clears throat> the impetus <laughs> I mean the impetus of this show is to really like find things that are 
funny, like, like because because I come up with so much hack shit, and I go to my friend here, and he's just like, it's terrible. So it's like we're trying to like do that here, and 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 for everybody else that's trying to find humor in anything, uh, there like there there are levels of what's funny, and and professional comedians do different things, yeah. right? But the ones that are really respected, what do they do that's different to fucking what I do? Yeah, it's all different. But like, for example, Lindsay is one of the most punny fucking people you'll ever meet. Yeah. But he doesn't do it as a close. He never ends on it. He's never like, oh, like he, I edited a video of him yesterday. It was so fucking funny. He's like, um, the question was, I, I do questions for the sit down comedy club. I film questions so I have to ask the comedians and then I edit it all up etc and Lindsay Webb's one of the best easily he's, one of the, he's probably the he's the best comic in the world that you don't know he's the most successful and the best that you don't know he's not one of the fucking people that you'll see on the television shows and Damien Powell is more in that world than Lindsay which is bonkers but yeah. crowd work wise best easily the best MC easily the best but um the thing the question I asked was who's the best Batman he says dick 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 I'm like who the fuck's Dick? And he's like, Dick, the original Batman. I'm like, mate, that's Adam West. He's like, oh, fuck, I always model up my dicks. And he goes, oh, that's right, Adam West. That's Kanye's kid. <laughs> <laughs> fucking man, he's the best. A bit south of that, but yeah. I love that fucking dude, man. He just makes me laugh. I, I'm laughing when he, when he goes there for three nights at a time. Yeah, I'm right. laughing and, the whole time. And is that because he sets the tone at exactly. this is silly? Whereas 100%. I set the tone Closing as, on it. This is really serious. Here we go. Uh, and I'm and like, it's like, bro, you can't do me like that. It has to be more like fucking... Da, 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 da. Yeah. You know? You're coming in Superman punching with nothing. Instead of just being like, jab, 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 jab. Yeah. Yeah. Friend said, uh, got to dig yourself out of this hole. And I'm also, like, Lindsay laughs off everything. Lindsay's yeah. always like, huh? Like, he, he thinks he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Which is so funny. Yeah. It's real. It, yeah, it's just, it's not like, he's not putting all the chips on anything. He's just like, oh, I'll throw a fucking chip at it. You know, mm. like poker analogy. Poker analogy. Yeah. No, just I like, get yeah, it. fuck it. You know what I mean? Instead of being like, huh? Uh. Huh? Uh. That's you. <laughs> that's me. I'm, the, I'm that guy. <laughs> but that's me as well. My problem is I don't have my voice. But the problem is I do it less than everybody because I'm like, I know I suck. Whereas everyone else is like, I suck, but... <laughs> I'm getting there. It's like, well, you're fucking exactly the same as you were two years ago. Nothing's changed. So what's happening here? Yeah, I think the, the difference is when you make jokes that have no actual bearing on reality or anything else. No point. Yeah, no point. It's just mm. like, okay, so like I wrote a, a joke. I've never performed this on stage, mm. but I wrote this joke. And after I wrote it, I was really chuffed with myself, like normal, you know, like probably because I was stoned. But like the joke is basically I had this girlfriend, you know, which is believable. I have this girlfriend and uh, she's Vietnamese. And um, in Vietnam, in Vietnam, she, she did this really great thing. You know, she, she's a, well, she's a veterinarian. So like in Vietnam, she, uh, she, <laughs> so obvious. She helps save the, uh, I've never said it on stage, but she helps save the, uh, or bring back the snub nosed monkey from extinction, right? Yeah, you don't say she's a veterinarian yet. You just say that part. Blah, blah, you blah. hide the vet. You don't know what the bad punchline okay, is yet, yeah, but it's okay. You're gonna hate this, so just just okay, save sorry. up your fucking. Okay. Because you know, at least, please. 
right? So she stopped this knob-nosed monkey from being extinct. And but, and first of all, don't name a endangered species after a gun or you know a kind of barrel. But like this this woman, she saved this, and she doesn't get any respect in Vietnam. These Vietnam vets, they don't get no respect. Yeah. It's a terrible. But that's trait. so. It's so obvious. Like because you, yeah, you lead people but, down the primrose path. And they're like, oh, so this See, is a real thing about what, you. This and is then what, they're like, oh, it was just for that. It was just so you could totally. save these Vietnam vets. Well, this is what Lin, Lin, this is how Lindsay would do that. It wasn't even a good joke. It's a horrible joke. Okay, but it, because well, it's so hacky. Let's say it's pretty good. But like, but Lin, what Lindsay would be, Lindsay would just get straight to the point and he'd throw it away. He'd be like, um, oh yeah, I dated a girl who was a you know this is like an older person comedian style. They'd just be like, oh, I dated this girl from Vietnam. She was um you know she she worked with animals and stuff. But you know what I mean? Like, even though she saved the, the fucking monkey with a snub nose, Vietnam vets, man, they don't get any respect. Like, it's more like a fucking yeah. It's like, just get rid of it. As opposed to you, who's like, build, build, build. And people are like, okay, fucking, I'm pretty tense right now. What, give me the release, man. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like, if you're going to really build tension, you need to fucking, bleh, you need to give it. That, I, think that, I think you're right there. That, yeah. There's no tension in me talking about Vietnam... People are just like, so well, underwhelmed. They're just like, oh, yeah, waiting for a pun. They want to no, not even so, a pun. No, they no, want no, a no. fucking. They want a punchline. They yeah, want a no, fucking exactly. smash. Yeah, but you wait. Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah. Hmm. You but you wait for like, but they know with with Jeselnik, you know what you're getting. You know, you're getting. Well, they know that what you're getting with you too. Really well crafted. Yeah. They know not no. Stop. <laughs> no, so <sorry, Jessalik. laughs> They they know that they're going to an open mic night to to laugh. Yeah. So they know that you're going to a joke, hmm. but you just need, it's like exactly, exactly what I just said. Lindsay's fucking like, hey, hey, and he knows that he's a fucking dickhead. Yeah. That's the beautiful part about that man. The whole time, he's just like, we're mm. having fun. Oh, yeah. He's so fucking fun. Yeah. But like that versus like, me getting up there and being like, what's one of Lindsay's like fucking, um, you know, uh, I can't think of any at the top of the head, but he has like so many like little, oh, what's your occupation, mate? And then he's like, um, I can't remember the engineer one. The electrician, there's always like it's so many. Beeps. Anyway, but the point is, it's kind of like, hey, ho, and he kind of yeah, like walks. Yeah. He walks the other side of the stage, just kind of like that's done. Yeah, he's not like fucking baking it. Like, so you're a uh, you're an engineer. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like Jeff Wendell style. But Jeff Wendell's twists are so good. That's why he can fucking be Jeff Wendell. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Like I mean, like I thought it like, and I'm trying to write material that is something valuable valuable like it says something but then it's like you need to you you need to have a joke you need to have a perspective and a joke and like my problem i think that you you've explained to me for such a long time is i don't have a point of view yeah that's such that's the key word of everything yeah damien damien i talked to you about this today yeah i haven't seen damien talk about big bang theory have you seen him talk about big bang theory on stage no tonight he brought it up and he's like who here likes big bang theory fuck there's just no jokes there's no jokes what he doesn't understand is that it's literal just point of view. Yeah. It's not about jokes. It's point of view. The difference between point of view comedy and like set up punchline, what we do, is set up punchline, you have to do the third thought. You need to trick them. You need to hide it and then be like, boom, there it is. And when you say the third thought, you mean everybody, when you when you say, why did the chicken cross the road? Everybody has like a preordained idea of what the yeah. thing is. You punching them in the side of the head is the third thought. So originally, they didn't think that, that was the punch. Originally, why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side? The reason it was funny is because anyone would expect anything but that because it was an old 
olden days joke. Yeah. So in the 15th century or whatever, when they're like, why the chicken cross the road? It's like, oh, because the fucking person was chasing it, trying to kill it. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, um, a, a donkey was chasing it, trying to eat it. Whatever the fuck. It was yeah. just like, that was what people were thinking. And then they were like, just to get to the other side, people were like, ha ha! I would have never thought that. But now it's become the, the anti-joke, most famous joke. But it's only, it's only that because of the original the original first thought and then it became a second or third thought. Yeah. So it is a third thought, second thought joke, but it's just so old that it's like... Yeah, like knock-knock yeah. jokes. Totally, yeah. And I mean, if we can bring... Uh, like, I think about how to try to create new jokes now that aren't fucking hack and terrible. Because yeah. like, not it's not just... Like, you, you're one of the only people that tells me how bad I am. Like... Everybody else is like, that was really good. Like, other comedians come up to me and tell me, like, you know, somebody made me cross the other day. It was a lollipop lady. Like, people would be like, that was really good. Like, yeah, that pun. It, it is good if you're in a, in a community that's supporting each other and you all suck and you're all trying so hard to, like, carry each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like your, your fucking We're losing family. a war and we're like... Totally. It's your family. We're losing this war but let's fucking... Hey, let's good, good job, more, buddy. Good throw job, more buddy. people into the trenches. And it's contextual, right? Because yeah. I work at the back of um, Sit Down. Sit Down Comedy and Club my, Brisbane, yeah. You sit Down Comedy Club Brisbane. Josh Wolf. Me and you have to have a fucking conversation, buddy. That will make sense in a different conversation. I heard he also wears a hat. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not wearing a hat right now. But, um, yeah, so I have to by definition tell everyone they did amazing I, I would never ever ever say that they did a bad job except for Nick Carr <laughs> because he's one of my very fucking good buddies like kind of not really but kind of as well but it's the same here's the same treatment that you get reality yeah you know and Nick gives it to me too and you would give it to me too you're not just gonna be like hey Bo you're fucking dope that's good so we get nine minutes to uh, to workshop one joke I suppose this joke that I haven't written but it's it's brewing in my head about how and it's true like I've been a member of a gym for like two years and I've been to the gym three times I think and I paid $30 a fortnight or something like that and like and I did the maths a while ago and it's probably worse now because I haven't been back to the gym but like it's like it was cost me like $480 every time I went to the gym (laughs) <laughs> and one time I was just in the valley and I just needed to take a shit really bad and I was near the gym and I could just swipe in and have it to myself but um, my idea for the joke is that I go back to the gym now and um, and because of kind of the way the world works there's this new kind of there's this new semi-homelessness called like van culture right mm. so to, to live in a van all you need is a van and a gym membership mm. to so you can take a dump and mm-hmm. wash your parts, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got all these jack dudes in the gym fucking working out. They're bros. And fucking all of the guys that are in vans that are just there to, like, have a shower and, I don't know, maybe do some calisthenics or something, they're dudes, right? Yeah. And, like, the idea of my joke is, like, I go up to the wrong dude and I'm like, you know, I go up to the wrong guy in the, in the gym and I'm like, Hey, dude. And he's like, he looks at me and he's like, bro. And I'm like, he's a bro. And I didn't realize that because I've been away for so long. And like, there is something funny within that whole... I like I liked everything you were saying and then I just don't get the punchline. There is no punchline yet. I'm just saying, I'm like, this is a workshop of... 
right. Okay. That's I, I an go up, You got an observation. I go up. To, I see a fucking. I, I see a dude go up to a bro and he goes, I wouldn't be caught deadlifting that. And it's like, wow, that's a clever thing to say. Like, I mean, like, that's as far as I've got thinking it out. But I haven't seen anybody else do that angle on gyms and uh, and van culture meeting gym culture, which is yeah. the complete opposite. It's like semi-homeless people needing a place to shower and the most vain people in the world fucking taking selfies themselves. Well, I think lifting. I think just the fucking van culture is semi-homelessness is the, is the joke in that. That's where the fun is in that, right? I don't know, but I'm too close to it. I think so. Just yeah. wondering why that says fucking five minutes and 20 seconds. Oh no, 50 minutes, my bad. <laughs> like fucking whatever that disease is right now. We're new at this. We fucking suck at this. This is holy shit. And this but it's not that bad. I mean, weird. I'd watch this. No, you I got really good taste. You just said you haven't fucking watched one YouTube clip, you fuck. I don't know. But I mean, after, like I tried to do this joke recently. This is the fighter and the kid. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> I did try to do this joke recently about uh, Schrodinger's cat, which is a very complicated quantum mechanics and then you didn't explain it at all at all i didn't explain it before (laughs) i was like oh i got a hand job in a sensory deprivation tank i I think you know it's just me in the tank that's that's like a funny observation like it's good it's good it's not bad it's goofy it's goofy yeah sure and then i'm like it's kind of like shredding his cat you know like the hand job in a superposition (laughs) and if you open the tank you know you'd know but and you'd be right yeah it's like everybody in the crowd's just like what? What you said and is And I was like, like, this is a simple quantum mechanical yeah. idea. Which is the funny part of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's like literally saying but, like... But, but in my mind, I'm like, all yeah. of this is... It's like saying, cold. oh, I went I went to the park and I saw some kick a ball and then they tripped over and I was like, <laughs> E equals MC squared. And they're just like, what? That's what you did. You just jumped to the end. It's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. wait, you need to have all of this data before yeah. you can just like jump to it and you're just like, eh. Which is arrogant. Basically, um, isn't it? Or confusion, like egocentrism. Like your mind believes that everyone else knows. Knows it. what I know. So do you know like the yeah. egocentrism test for kids? They have a clear yeah. box. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Well, there's the... Oh, no. Okay, continue. There's a clear box with a mountain in it. And inside, on the mountain, there's like a, a road. And then the road has like a church here and a fucking, um, you know, a fucking car here. And then a, a rock here. Yeah. And then they put a barbie in there and they point it at like the church. And then it has four options. It says, does the, does the Barbie right now see the church or the fucking car or the rock or the bird eye view, which is what the child sees? And the child always picks the bird eye yeah. view. It just has no understanding of yeah. that. It's the same as the Sally Ann test. It's, this is a theory of mind test. And, and in psychology 101, theory of mind means that you, if, if you're younger than three years old, it's a very good chance you don't understand the concept that somebody else couldn't know information that you know that you know, you yeah, because so you know it. Everybody else must know. You're just lagging by. But it's a theory of mind. But then if you got older than that, and you still don't have that, you're probably a psychopath. Like no, huh? definitely, I'm definitely not a psychopath. That's so far away from me. You but... killed a dog on the. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, or I'll fucking murder you too. Just smile and wave. Wasn't smile and wave. Wasn't... It's in the credits. Wasn't my dog. <laughs> we're going now. Nobody knows whose dog it was. Shut the fuck up or I'll kill you. Okay, we're going. No one's a psychopath here. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. Uh, bye bye. Honestly though. Okay. How would you think of the first episode? Let us know in the comments. Let us like, subscribe.
Suck my dick. What? This could be a really uh, new thing that everybody talks about. Hey, why don't you tell everyone about, we're going to beep this part right now. We're going to beep it. No one's going to know exactly what the fuck I'm saying right now. Now just respond in some way. I'm not a cuck. I don't know why you keep saying all of this stuff. <laughs> I don't even like that that, could, that part's beeped as well. We'll see you on the next episode. We've got three minutes to get the fuck out of here. Well, no, well, why don't we like, cut this out? But like, throw another short joke of uh, whatever you're thinking about. I don't have anything like, that. I didn't write anything down. Write anything down. No, because I thought that it was just going to be chaos. And... All right, how about this? Respond okay. to this. Okay. Milan Kundura, who's a famous novelist, said this: "Kitsch, which kitsch is bad art, mm. right? Kitsch is yeah, yeah. not good art. We had this so conversation. Kitsch is the absolute denial of shit in both the literal and figurative senses of the words. Kitsch excludes everything from its purview that is essentially unacceptable as human existence." So, like, in this sense, with with comedy, mm. hack, when you think about what's hack, what I do, mm. in a lot of times, it's like, oh, who's fucking gets the thing yeah. in a handicapped spot at a golf course? Like, yeah. that's, that, there's no, there's nothing raw there. There's nothing about, like, what Damien Power does. There's nothing truth. like, which, yeah, there's no mm. truth in it. Mm. Well, comedy is a kernel of truth. There is no such thing as a good joke without a kernel of truth. And that's kind of why a lot of your stuff's kind of fucked because it's like, there you're not accepting... The, the, the punchline isn't a truth, it's a it's a pun. And people are like, oh, okay. Yeah, it feels like, oh, I, I signed up for this newsletter and like... It's just, when you have a fucking... When you go to have a dinner and then they bring out the most fucking shitty tasting mashed potato or steak or whatever the fuck, you're just like, oh, okay... All right. And you're just like awkwardly sitting there with them like, yeah. But it's still a meal. It's still a joke. It's yeah. No, it's definitely a meal and it's definitely a joke. It's definitely, definitely both of those things. All right. (laughs) Is there anything we need to say before the sense? This is our 1.0. We're going to see how it goes. And I think Tom didn't bring it today. I'm going to be honest. I'm just joking. (laughs) We have no idea. Even what the, fuck the Uber this is. driver didn't bring it to that. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking eat fucked up. Yeah, this is a very poor attempt at a 1.0, but it's a 1.0 nonetheless. And that's how this thing works. You fucking get a snowball, you roll it down a hill, and that motherfucking consistency equals momentum. It builds and builds and builds and builds, and all of a sudden Joe Rogan's sucking our dick. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not Joe Rogan, <laughs> but it's fucking. Well, I, I, have a, I have a feeling that Joe Rogan's going to be begging us to be on this podcast one day mark my words Joe Rogan I'll see you soon (laughs) good job so silly